This episode of the Louise Cameron podcast is brought to you and sponsored by carteblanchebodybalance.com. C-A-R-T-E-B-L-A-N-C-H-E-B-O-D-Y-B-A-L-A-N-C-E dot com. And you can head over there, especially if you're going to be in Ibiza this summer and want to inquire about any of the yoga, pilates, massage and physiotherapy sessions. Or if you're interested at all in attending the all body and mind nourishing wellness retreats that we do around the globe. This episode of the Louise Cameron podcast is going to be part one from the three part Glasgow Masterclass that I recently done all about how to step in and embrace the very essence of you. And just taking some time just to arrive here today. just try and let go of the mind that was maybe driving in the traffic or maybe running for your bus or your train. And just taking a moment to forget everything about your day up until this moment. Close your eyes or even just soften your gaze. And then maybe squeezing your fingers, squeezing every muscle in your arm, in your body, in your face, in your legs, and just squeeze everything as tight as you can, and then release and let go. as it wants to, avoiding any temptation for control and just feeling the body rise and fall wherever is natural for you. There might be thoughts, stories in your mind that might try and come into this class. And just allow everything to come in, every thought to flow. But try not to get sucked into your thoughts. And just allow them to pass, to come and to go. The first part of this class is going to be a journey into your inner world, your inner being. And this is your time. So you can stay in whichever position is comfortable for you. However, the one catch is the position should allow you to still stay alert and conscious. So try not to relax too much and drift into a little sleep or a slumber. But if lying down for this first part is what feels comfortable and natural for you, then you can you're also welcome to come up into any comfortable seating positions. 
And hello everyone, again, from leaving behind the thoughts and stresses of the day to get here. The topic of this masterclass is connection to your inner being, your essence, your inner teacher. And quite often maybe you share the same thoughts or questions as I, as what am I doing? What is my purpose? And what should I be doing with my life? Where should I be? And what should I do? And often we can feel a disconnection and we can feel a little lost with our direction. We can feel almost a little disconnected from our more intuition and our guidance from within. And I feel that with modern life, it's so fast paced. There's so many ideas and images that are brought to our awareness either through our mobile phones that we're scrolling or social media. If you live in a busy city like London, when you're on your commute to your work, you can come across over 130 adverts. When you're scrolling on your phone, this is if it's just 50 minutes a day, you are opening yourself up to over 111 impressions for your mind. It's quite confusing when we get these ideas of what's maybe a perfect relationship, what is a perfect even holiday or vacation or a job, whether you should be an influencer, whether you should wear this, whether you should do that. And over time, we start to lose that inner power and that inner connection to trusting our path. And this disconnection actually can occur from an early age where maybe you're going to school for the first time and instead of embracing your individual traits, we often start the process of adapting who we are to fit into the norm, to make friends, to be accepted into the crowd. And then we often start that process of losing that spark for who we are. And this can happen throughout life, that we mold ourselves to fit what is someone else's ideas of who we are. And just for a moment, I'm going to get you to reflect on maybe an idea or a mold that you might feel that at the moment you might be trying to fit into. And maybe nothing comes to your mind and that is also okay. And you can close your eyes if you like, if it makes it easier for you to bring your awareness within. And just taking this time for reflection for a feeling you have where you feel like you're not able to be authentically you. 
and just visualizing in your mind maybe the environment you're in. Maybe if there are people around you that you feel might suppress that individual spark of you. Maybe it's yourself. And maybe you feel like there's just something within you that is blocking the expression of you. And always allow a kindness into your awareness. It's just an observation. There's no rights, no wrongs. And now we're going to flip it the other way and bringing your awareness to a time within your life where you have felt so authentically you, where as by that I mean you just felt naturally joy, laughter, creative flow, where maybe you felt time almost froze. You were just so drawn into the moment. Again, maybe think of the environment where you are. If there's people around or maybe you're by yourself, maybe with animals, with nature, with people, with music, with art, with dancing. And just reflecting on who you might be. If you felt there was no mold to fit. And then bringing your awareness to your breath and taking one full inhalation all the way in. One exhalation, releasing, exhaling all the way out. And if maybe you felt yourself just drift into a little bit too much of a relaxation, maybe just giving some movement to your body. And I'm actually now going to take you to maybe a more unusual image to Star Wars. And I'm not actually sure which episode it is, but there is an episode where Yoda is talking to Luke. And he's asking him to, I think, lift the spaceship. And Luke is saying that it's impossible, there's no way he can lift the spaceship. 
And Yoda wisely tells him that sometimes we have to unlearn the things that we believe in order to achieve the extraordinary. And it's an invitation from that thought from Yoda to think, what is it that I am certain about myself? And can I know this to be absolutely true? Or can there be a process of unlearning any limiting beliefs about who you are? The process of unlearning and letting go of your beliefs. And the thing about these thoughts that go through your mind, I'm sure you are aware of them. It's almost like a dialogue and it is likely maybe even happening now that although you are here, you have these words that I'm saying. This mind still gives you this dialogue, this stream of thoughts, of stories, of opinions. Sometimes if you try and silence your mind, you will find these thoughts will become so random and bizarre and will bring up all sorts of things that maybe you'd even forgot about. This unending stream that is flowing through your mind. And how often we get caught in those stories, those thoughts. They say on average in a day, we have 50,000 to 70,000 thoughts running through our mind. I have lived many years of my life and I still get caught into them where these thoughts are true. I'm totally sucked into the world of my mind, so much so that I am actually living out my thoughts more than I am living out the current moment I'm in. And a process we can start to learning to connect, not with our minds, not from these stories of our fears, of our doubts. But when we can start the process of even just observation of that stream of thoughts of movies, we step away from being in that character, from living out that thought. And in that distance, in that space between you and your thoughts, is that feeling that's calm, it's present. It is always there, even though it might be lost 
in the stream of our thoughts. And this is a practice, this takes patience, it takes kindness towards yourself. When our brain is developing, I think up to the age of eight, you cannot distinguish between your fantasy world and what is actually reality. And that's why children are so amazing at playing in this make-believe world. They have amazing imaginations and you just see them totally in that fantasy world which is beautiful to see but there is a catch with that and it's whatever you say to a child they believe it and actually my dad used to play a trick with my sister and I and said that he had an operation once after an accident with a dog bone in his neck and if he touched the right spot he would bark and uh I'm not sure if I can speak for my sister, but for me that was, I believed it. You say it and you believe it as a child. And that can be beautiful when it's fun, but if maybe in school you were told by a teacher who they believed that you weren't good at art or you weren't creative, Someone in your life when you were young maybe thought you weren't good with words or thought that there's no good job opportunities if you went for that dream. And if you just maybe have a think about things that people might have told you about you that you might actually believe still to this day, these opinions and thoughts of others, of society. And I do this with myself. I often say things. I am whatever it is. I am not so good with words. or That's not my strength. And Jonas, my amazing other half, is great at catching me out on this. And are you sure that's what you think, what you believe? And again, you snap yourself out of it. And if you just think for a moment, these beliefs about yourself, about you and your future, where are they coming from? And what if you were to let them all go? What if you were to practice listening to that stream of thoughts, of opinions from you, from others? And what if you were to question them? Questioning them can be easier than silencing them. And the thing about thoughts is they produce a feeling and an emotion within our bodies. So we are actually different from animals. Animals, they have their fight, their flight instincts that kick in when there is physical danger around, when they sense it, when they see it. 
But as humans, we can have these beating heart rate, that anxiety, that fight, that flight mode kick in from just a thought, nothing that's real, but yet it enters who we are and it feels so real within us. And this is where kindness comes in when you're observing your thoughts, is just to know that it's not always the truth. And so when we know that these thoughts become physically in our body an emotion, a feeling, that awareness can allow us again that space between the thought when we can catch ourselves in time. And there are many different ways that you can deal with these emotions and feelings that come with your thoughts. And one thing you can do is to fully look at any of the emotions or feelings. Often, myself, I have been natural to anxiety and what I do is I avoid and I distract and that never leads me to the peace. And when I recognize the emotion, sometimes I say, this is the anxious mind or this is anxiety. This is when I feel nervous. This is doubting mind. These are doubts. Then again, it almost draws me out of that thought. It draws me out of that movie, out of that emotion. And I become the observer. I gain a little bit of control. So the process to connecting to our essence is disconnecting from these thoughts, from these worries, from these doubts, and trying to feel that stillness, that peaceful, calm presence that is you. And another thing I want to address about maybe the way society is as it lets us believe that we are in complete control and we can control everything. And control is manifested in my life in many negative ways where I felt out of control but felt I couldn't express that. So then I controlled what I was eating and I would undereat. I would control my exercise, I would overexercise, and I would just try and grasp on to anything I felt I would control because I felt so out of control and I felt that I was so isolated and alone in this feeling. Because control and perfection seems to be everywhere we look. And so we start trying to grasp and trying to achieve this ever-changing life. 
that is always flowing. We try and mold ourselves into this ever-changing idea and image of what we should be and we end up never achieving it because it is always out of our reach. Because life is always flowing, life is always changing. And sometimes that can feel an unsettling thought. And sometimes we feel like we're on the highs of the ocean and the wave. And sometimes we feel we are down. We can feel that sort of crashing of the waves on top. We feel we're struggling to surface. And there is an amazing teacher of mine called Jack Cornfield who speaks so beautifully about surrendering Surrendering your ideas of how you think it should be. Surrendering your need for perfection. Learning to ride on the ever-changing waves of life. Learning to embrace the idea that we don't have to have control of everything. To embrace the feeling that we don't have to be any certain way. And just learning to be here and now exactly as you are. And quite often when you hear of these mindfulness talks and these empowerment and changing your life, it can often seem like the minute you have that realization of that power from within, from releasing yourself, from ideas of perfection, that it's all a straight up curve. And everything is going to be positive from there. I would like to share with you all that my experience is full of ups and downs. I have days where I feel empowered, I feel strong. And I have days where I feel weak, I feel like I can't achieve anything, I'm full of doubt. Some days I feel it all in one day. And I just want to share that it's not always easy. But I also want to share that with you to know that you are never alone. Betrayal, anxiety, Down days, lonely days, strong days. That beneath the surface of everyone's exterior strength and shell, that people can relate and people have experienced in going through what you are going through.
So to the question, who am I? What is my purpose? What should I be doing with this life? Also recognizing if you try and answer these questions, you are going to answer with your mind. You are going to answer from these impressions so deep from other people, from society. You are going to answer these questions from the limitations of thoughts, from the limitations of your mind. So what if you were to just let it go? What if you were to let go of the question of what is my purpose? And what if you were to let go of who am I? And what if you were just to allow the space to enter when you let go of the ideas What if you were to let go of it all so that you can open up that space with the endless possibilities? And when we let go of that external purpose of action, like who am I, what should I do? It usually restricts yourself to a form of action, something you should be physically doing. And there are two parts to your purpose. There is your inner purpose, and there is your outer purpose. Now your inner being, your inner purpose can be totally disconnected and does not have to relate to what you are physically and actively doing. So you could be in any job, any country, any place, because often it's not so easy to change our external circumstances. And to know that that is okay, anything going on in your external life does not control your internal purpose, your internal being. And when you shift your focus away from that external action, and you begin the process of working on your inner self. When who you feel you are inside begins to match who you are on the outside. When you become an alignment with your heart, with your thoughts, then what happens is this inner presence this essence of you begins to flow so naturally through all aspects of your life. 
and the essence of who you truly are, your purpose, will start to manifest itself on your out world. And when you begin that process of self-reflection, when you learn that process of learning to love yourself, when you can begin to look at someone else and recognize in other people what is in you, not only do you begin to forgive yourself, to know yourself, you begin to forgive and recognize in others everything in you And then from here, this collective understanding, this collective love and appreciation for yourself, for others, is what can truly transform the world. bringing your attention, your awareness back to your breath and just feeling that full inhalation, that full exhalation. Observing your mind. Observing the stories of what you are telling yourself. And seeing if you can find that space, that distance. And it's only the mind who is going to set a time frame. It's only your mind that thinks you should have a certain time of space between your thoughts. So see if you can release that need to control the calm, thoughtless space. And just allow whatever comes and whatever goes. And we're going to take this practice into the next part, into the yoga. The beautiful thing about yoga is the word asana, if you don't already know, is what we in the West translate into posture. But the word asana doesn't quite translate. And posture is just a name that we have given to that. But in the East, in India, the word asana or our yoga postures, to them means connection with yourself. So when the class 
trying to think of the movements of the postures, not only as something physically you do, but as a connection to yourself. So releasing any expectations your mind might have on your body, knowing it's only your mind that thinks you should achieve something. And just allow your body to be wherever it is today and know that this changes from moment to moment, from day to day. So entering this yoga class, maybe it is your first time, which is brilliant and you really do have fresh eyes, but enter this class with your body like it's the first time you're doing any of these postures. And keep that practice of observation, observation of your mind, observation of your body, without trying to achieve anything other than to just be here now, exactly as you are in this moment. So whenever you're ready, just gently coming to a seated position.